it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to introduce a new series to you, which is the Beauty Boss Chat series. I wanted to bring a fun element to this podcast and I haven't done so as much as I would like to. It's always so business and I love that element, but here's our fun piece. I have a co-host today, Holly Kay. We had an awesome conversation just talking about makeup and trends and the industry and, you know, gossip, all the things that's going on. We laughed a lot. We let our hair down. And that's what the Beauty Boss Chats is going to be about. I'm going to bring on a variety of beauty professionals, industry people, people within our network, and just kind of talk about, you know, what's going on, what's trending, life, fun things, but just keeping it fun. Nothing too, too business. This is going to be the fun series where we just talk about a variety of subjects and conversations that come up. So we may talk about relationships. We may talk about lipstick. We may talk about trends or whatever it is. I want to kind of have these chats where we, where we can just be real and let our hair down. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. I had so much fun with the first one. Here's a little bit about our co-host, Holly Kay. Holly Kay is a licensed esthetician, professional makeup artist, and educator based in the Central Florida area. She has merged her passion for the beauty industry and education as the lead instructor at Elise Aesthetics Institute. And through her podcast, K-Convos, where she shares lessons learned, educates, and motivates others. I really, really enjoyed, you know, chatting with Holly. I do plan on having Holly on again. I hope you love this new series. We really got to know what you guys think of it. So let me know. Email me at hello at Network podcast and let me know what you think of this series if you have any suggestions or anything like that also dm me on instagram at i am brandy taylor make sure you're following me and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening to this show but enough of all of that here it goes hey welcome to the podcast it's your host brandy taylor we have an awesome guest today welcome holly k thank you so much i'm excited to be here today I'm excited to have you, excited to have you. So I'm super excited about this segment. I've been really trying to get together, you know, a fun piece because originally when I started the Business Beauty Network podcast, I wanted to have that fun element, but it's just a lot to do it on your own (laughs) and producing it. And, you know, I'm very consistent. We come out every week with an episode. So there's just a lot going on. And um, I thought it would be great to have like different guest hosts where we could just have these fun conversations, different people from the beauty industry, get bringing their perspective and just something fun just to talk about what we love, which is, you know, beauty and fashion and all those things. 
But, you know, so we're not keeping it to business today. But I do want you to share a little bit about um, your business and what you do, Holly. So tell us a little bit about you. All right, absolutely. So um, as she stated, I am Holly Kay. I am located in the Central Florida area. I am currently a licensed esthetician, professional makeup artist, as well as an educator. My background is in education. My degree is in elementary education. So I taught elementary school for 11 years, actually. Um, and I got licensed as an esthetician um, 2019, actually. So I was teaching in a day and going to school at night. Um, prior to that, I had started freelancing with makeup artistry. And I was like, there's got to be a little bit more to this. So did a little digging and found out about uh, esthetician school. And I decided to take the leap fully to just pursue the field of aesthetics in 2020 of all years. <laughs> but I stuck with my plan and went with it. So I do have my own business that focuses on makeup artistry. I'm a lead instructor at an aesthetic school here in this area as well. So can't get away from education fully. So still teaching, but just teaching something different. And then I've started uh, my own podcast as well that kind of talks about different things within the beauty industry, but also outside of that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to have you on today, Holly, um, and to have you have this chat with me. So let's get into beauty news. So first of all, before we even talk about that, when you think of your style of artistry, how would you describe it? Like, if you had to compare your style of artistry to like a magazine, what would your magazine be? Oh, my goodness. A magazine. I think I would probably say this is hard. I could see like maybe an artist, but a magazine. I like that, though. Um, maybe like an essence or and the reason I say this is because I do kind of lean more towards like clean beauty. But, you know, I want to try to add some different styles in there. And I feel like you get a little bit of everything with that particular magazine. Um, and then I also think uh, I'll. I don't really read magazines like that as I probably should. <laughs> I'm always paying attention to the different artists and things like that. Um, so if I had to think of like a makeup artist as well, I'm thinking about like just clean skin. I really like that. Um, I would think of Danessa Myricks as well as like an artist. She's kind of one of mine. I look to strive to be like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Danessa Myricks for sure. Yeah. yeah. So like I remember starting out as a makeup artist, I wanted to put like all the makeup I had my kid on someone's face so I felt like in order to show my creativity I just had to you know do all of these things so I did all the things when I tell you like I was doing turquoise lips when that wasn't even a thing you know like when you had like mac pigments yeah you mix it with the lip glass to make like you know different lip colors that you could buy. like now you could buy these crazy colors but back then you couldn't So we used to use pigments from MAC and the lip glass to make these colors and things. So at first, I think if you thought avant-garde or something, you probably would see it Mm -hmm. in Vogue. You probably would see it in Vogue. So starting out, just because I didn't know any better and I didn't really have a style yet, it was more like Vogue. But I think now I would say L, like an L Mm -hmm. or glamour. I just like clean, you know. Yeah, Grammar was the other one I was thinking of as well. I could picture it. I was like, what's the title of it? So mm-hmm. another. Yeah, like either L or Glamour. That's what I like. And mm-hmm. I and I, I can see that with your work too. 
I can well, see that. You. Right. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Because, you know, you see what they are like. I hope it's coming off that way. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are you into? Like, what, what? let's talk about the kit because I'm a little out of the loop. I'm, not, I'm retired, so I'm not doing makeup anymore. So I'm kind of interesting. Like, what's the hottest palettes right now? Like, what's, you know, what do you have? What are your staples in your kit? Um, Some of my staples, and not to go back to her, but I just started adding them. Um, For lips, I started adding in the Danessa Myers lip palettes because you could use that not only on the lips, but also the cheeks as well as the eyes. So I've gotten to the point where I'm trying to downsize because I travel to my clients and it's a lot carrying all of these products. Girl, that I try to get things that have multiple um, items in there. Uh, I also really like the lip bar product. They have really great shadows. Minted Cosmetics is another as well. Um, and so I'm one of those people that I won't put anything on a client that I haven't used myself. So I typically, I will get products myself, kind of see how I like, how they wear. And I know they wear differently on different skin, um, but I usually won't put anything in my kit that I haven't used on myself or tried and worn to see how it feels. Um, so those are some of my kind of top ones for like shadow palettes and things like that. Um, Max, I feel like you can never get rid of like Mac blushes. They're just, mm -hmm. I love the quality of the blushes, even the shadows, but it's something about the blush. Um, and as far as the skin, I use, I use Minted Cosmetics 6, um, their foundation sticks. I have NARS in my kit as well, as far as like liquid foundations. Um, Graftobian palette is another one I really like mm -hmm. because I'm able to customize the shades that I need as well. Okay. So yeah, you're, I see you use a lot of like black owned brand, independent brands. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's awesome that you do that. Like I really wasn't that artist. Like I, uh, whatever hot palette was out, <laughs> okay. yeah. you know, like it was that one, what was that brand that, um, the eyeshadow? Yeah, you see them Urban at Decay. Kohl's now. Not Urban Decay, but Urban oh. Decay was one of them. But you see them at Kohl's now. But Lorac. Okay, remember yep, the Lorac palette? The Lorac <laughs> palette, right? So everybody had to have. So I had that Lorac, that original Lorac palette in my kit. That was like a staple. Um, yeah, definitely the Naked palette. From yeah, I had all of those because when I started, I started telling my family at Christmas time, my gifts, give me makeup stuff, buy me makeup brushes. So when I say they bought every <laughs> Urban Decay palette that came out, so I had to get to the point like, okay, I don't need any more. But mm -hmm. I had the Lorac as well. Those are good ones, though. Those are still kind of some staples I'll kind of keep on. The Anastasia Renaissance palette. Yes, that's yes. a good one. Renaissance. Like yep. That was one. Um, I replenished that a few times. Yeah, yeah. There were there was a lot. Uh, the Born to Run was more of a newer one, but I liked that one yeah. by Urban Decay because that was one that I felt like sometimes you could just have that one and you could pull off colorful looks. You could pull off natural looks right. with that one. You could do right. a smoky. You could do it. You know, so there's a lot you could do with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was that girl though. Like every hot palette, I had to have it. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like that. And again, because I was getting gifted to me. So that was a blessing in itself. But after a while, I'm like, I got all these palettes and I'm thinking about which ones do I usually gravitate towards. And so it's just kind of come down to that. I'm thinking about the colors I'm usually needing or, you know, gravitated towards to use on clients. So I'm like, okay, I don't need all of them with every range of colors because I'm not using that all the time. 
eventually you do that. Like mm-hmm. it got down to the point where I just had like a couple of like staple palettes. Like I'll keep one palette that had colors just in case. Yeah. But most of the palettes were like neutrals and warms and different, you know, natural tones I can play off of like yeah. that. And because I found like it depended on what type of work you were doing. And if you didn't use all these pigments and glitters and why right. do you have all those palettes with all those rainbows and pigments and glitters in it? Exactly. <laughs> so I understand. And, and kids are heavy. And we yes, love that stuff are. around. So I'm, I had I learned how to pare down too. So you started to figure out like the type of stuff that you can carry and the type of stuff right. that you can leave out the kid unless you know yes. you're going in for a particular type of job or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I feel you there. I think I have actually slowed down on all the makeup I buy because... I started paying attention. Like after a while, these palettes, it's the same palette over and over. It, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's like, wait a minute, this looks exactly the same. And now even when I'm shopping, I'm like, I know I have this color and this color. So do I really need to purchase this palette? Right. Right. So I'm, I'm doing that every now and then. If there's one that I just have to have, I will like, I haven't really had that particular palette this year. I still, I bought a few Jackie Ina palettes and I still okay. that palette religiously. Yeah, it's um for me one that like I'll splurge. I usually do like around my birthday, like to kind of treat myself. Is Pat McGrath? I was like, okay, yes. this is a special one, so we gonna get it for the birthday. And that's usually I'm like, okay, this is for me. <laughs> I would Pat McGrath. I have a couple of the quads that you get around the mm-hmm. holidays, but I haven't bought one of the big palettes. Oh yeah, I'll do oh, because I don't even use that much eyeshadow anymore. Mm-hmm that too so then I get it I'm like okay it's just sitting here so I'm like well I could put it in a kit but I'm like I want this one for me <laughs> right right but do, are you really going to use all those colors that's what I'm noticing like I bought a few of those palettes and I just don't right use all of those colors I don't really you know it's really neutral for me like the soft yeah. lamb that's like and the, between Dang. the soft lamb and the uh the Jackie Ina Anastasia palettes those are just like my go-tos yeah same <laughs> if I want to like step it up is usually like, okay I'm gonna do a bolder lip and that's I'm mm-hmm. good <laughs> yep a bolder lip a bolder lash that's me on mm-hmm. it and that's it <laughs> <laughs> yep yep it's interesting because it's it's really changed for me over the years yeah. like I used to just do so much and what do you think like I feel like I'm I'm over the too much makeup trend I like, am you know I'm saying like I'm over it. Like I'm over us just piling on six concealers. Mm-hmm. I remember this was a, a while back, but I remember I was watching a Jackie Ina video and Holly, I, I'm not exaggerating. She literally put on like four concealers. I believe it. It was like four. Like, so first she powdered her face and she put some concealer on. Then she did something else. Then she put another concealer on. Then she did something else. And she did a highlight, a really, really, really real light concealer. And then right in the inner corner, she did this other one. So I, I swear it was like four <laughs> concealer. Well, I can believe it because if you think about, we call it the Instagram makeup. And I would say there's nothing wrong with the Instagram makeup if you got to go for that type of beat. But let's be realistic. And I even tell my students this. I'm like, you know how much product you're wasting? And you're spending all this try- time trying to blend it out. It's not going to go anywhere because you have on too much. You need just a few little little swipes of that concealer. Let's blend it out and you're good to go. But it's, I, I think everybody started to lean more towards less is more. Um, I think people started paying more attention to their skin, especially when we started having to wear masks. So everybody's paying attention to the ingredients of the products they're using. Um, and nobody wants to feel that heavy feel. I try not to wear makeup if I know I'm going to be doing something to wear a mask. But if I have to, the last thing I want to do is have a full cake face of makeup 
and that mask on top of it. It's just uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Right, right. <laughs> I agree. Like I'm over it. And I think we've all played around with it. We've all been there. We visited yeah. that makeup land, but I'm, I'm glad, kind of glad that I, I I'm noticing it too, that people are kind of toning the makeup down a bit and I like it. I think we need yeah, to me follow- too. I'm here to <laughs> right. it's, like, it's crazy how, I mean, I guess that's the whole thing. You follow the trends and everything, but it's good to see especially the esthetician side of me. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I've been kicking this stuff on. It's too much. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about the Met Gala. Like who, who okay. had your, what was your favorite look? Um, I did like Billie Eilish's dress. That was really gorgeous. Um, as far as makeup, I was seeing a lot of like pops of color on the eyes. I did notice, what's her name? Lapita, I always mess her last name up, Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. I messed it up incorrectly. Sorry, girl. <laughs> but um, she even did like an exaggerated liner, but it was like a blue color. Um, see, I think it was Gigi Hadid. She had like a nice bold red on the eye. So I've seen a lot of colors on the eye. So I really did like that. I liked how a lot of the athletes kind of showed up um were you know making sure they looked really well um and then some of what we call like our OGs we had Mary J Blige she looked amazing like yes. for her age and her figure amazing um Iman was I think Iman was there as well yes yes her outfit yes so I, when I originally looked I was thinking like okay this fashion is everywhere like what is going on it was just so many extremes but then when I think about the theme it was um in America, a lexicon of fashion. And I was like, okay, let me look up this word lexicon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just kind of see how they apply it. So it, it makes sense for there not being really um, a cohesiveness with the <laughs> outfit that you saw. <laughs> but yeah, they had it or they did not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I tell you, um, Iman, she looked like a queen, okay? <laughs> she yes, owned she it, really okay? Yeah. Another one I loved was Megan Estalia. I was like, she was she looked beautiful. Her hair, yes. her her weave, her makeup, girl, she everything was, was good. Together. Yes, yes. Her stylist that day, makeup artist, they worked well together. Her team did a great job that day. They did, they did. She came with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I did notice the pop of color. A lot. Some people were still with the clean makeup, but mm-hmm. I, you know, that's the trend right now. The pop of color in the eyes, the graphic yeah. liner. I'm still not feeling it, but I like to see it in editorial, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can pull that off going out. Me neither. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen it like um, recently. I saw something with um, Ariana Grande, and she had the white. You know, like the white. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. They draw like mm-hmm. this open space there, so it's coming around. Connected. They almost look kind of like Tetris a little bit. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. You have to really have a good eye to so make sure they're symmetrical. Because if not, I would I would be the one with just one eye done, and that's right. <laughs> you know how it goes. We've all seen that video where the girl be like, she do the first eye be perfect, and the second eye just like throw the whole makeup. Away. Yeah, you know, just forget it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is sometimes. Oh, but thinking about makeup, like it splurges. Mm. Gucci has a new palette. Talk about it. Gucci. <laughs> eyeshadow palette and now this is a very neutral eyeshadow palette. It is. I'm looking at this palette. So first, <laughs> like we said, we can look at shades and be like, you know. There are other palettes I might have that have the shade. I'm wondering about this price point. $149. Hmm. 
How do you say that? So it's the beauty that's you, flora, mm-hmm. eyeshadow. Yep. <laughs> Something like that's that. That's what we're paying for, the name. Oh, but you know <laughs> what, though? I'm telling you, the, the flowers, though, on it, I mean, mm-hmm. I would want, like, guys, like, if you want to send me one, you know, uh, I'll gladly accept we it. Love okay. it. Right. But, like, I could see this. This would be an eyeshadow palette that I wouldn't even touch, though. Like, I would want it to be, like, on, you know, like, you had a vanity where you sit out and do your makeup and you're putting yeah. an eyeshadow palette just sitting there. Like, uh, like you're rich, you know, like, it's just, don't touch that, dolly. It's I'm easy. looking and I'm wondering, is this a collector item maybe that's the reason i mean i do know it's gucci but there are other high-end makeup brands that i do not feel charged this rate so i would really want to know the textures like i would want to go in and play with it it says metallic uh chrome finish they have satin ones in matte shades as well i mean overall like when i look at the colors this is just a basic neutral palette with some cool yes. right yes <laughs> It's a basic neutral palette with some cool colors in there mm-hmm. and a couple warms. But like I said, this one, that would definitely be a splurge for sure. 150. Absolutely. I've, seen, I've definitely seen eyeshadow palettes more expensive though. That is um, true. I have, you know, um, Natasha Denona had, you know, yeah. she has some really expensive palettes. Her, she had one for, I think, 175 or something. Yeah, but I do think it includes more shades. Correct? Yeah, more shades for sure. Yeah. And then um, Pat McGrath's is up there too. Yeah. In that price yeah. point as well. Usually they could be that much. I think I've paid maybe 70 or 80 or probably was 80 or 90 for one, honestly, one of the bigger ones. So I guess if we think about it, they're not too far off. <laughs> yeah, not too far off. Yeah. But it's like, though, this, for me, this would be a splurge and I probably would just have it as a collector's item if I picked it up exactly but it's not nothing I just have to have do I have to have it no is it on no. my radar no if somebody wants to again if somebody wants to send it yeah but if you want to send it to me oh <laughs> we will take I'll, it I'll put it right on the, the pretty vanity right. as I do my makeup and powder my nose you know yes <laughs> Yeah, but I've, I've tried some of Gucci products. I had a friend who worked for Gucci. She was okay. like, you know, brand rep. And I've tried a few things like their liquid eyeliner, a few of their lipsticks. They have good products. Even right. the foundations I tried was really good. It's just a little up okay. there in price, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, at least let it be worth the price point. So <laughs> right. What it is. Yeah, I wonder will Sephora carry it. I would love to see it in person for sure. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I would love to see it in person. But uh, thinking about Sephora, um, the famous brand, I remember when I was a brand rep for a brand at Sephora, the thing everybody came in for was Rihanna Fenty, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the Rihanna at? Where the Rihanna at? Like, they, yeah. they would be saying, y'all got that Rihanna? And, and the funny part was, <laughs> it was in the front of the store. Like, as soon as you walk in, most Sephora's, here it was right in the front when we were right. first walking in, but they never noticed it. It was coming like, looking for y'all. They want you to put a right up, man. Turn around, like, girl. You passed it, it right? Like, no first walked in. <laughs> but I wanted, but I wanted to talk about. It. I know it was with Trendy News a few weeks back, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about Rihanna because I first of all I underestimated it because I when I heard that she didn't fully own Fenty, right? I thought that that was a bad business decision because I felt like. You know, being who she is, and she was already rich and famous singer. 
So I felt like, why wouldn't you just, you know, own the whole brand? But I didn't even realize how much stake that she had in Fenty, which is 50%. And so knowing that she's 50% owner of Fenty and that that is her last name, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, it makes sense because if you think about the company that she's with, they have more experience. They can produce it. She ain't got to do all that. They do all that. And she just kind of show up and, you know, promote and do her end. Right. And so, and I, but you got to be making a lot of money to hit billionaire status from a brand you only own 50% of. Right. And even with her other line, um, Savage, she only only owns 30% of that. Wow. Yep. So just imagine the sales that she is receiving to hit billionaire status. I I read where she's second behind Oprah. So Mm -hmm. Oprah is the richest as far as like in entertainment and then it's Rihanna. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm very impressed by that. And then also another thing too, is she, I, I hear they, I, there, there's rumors that say she's really not planning on singing anymore, but does she have to like, she made a billion off of right. makeup. Okay. Makeup. What, what does she need? Is she, she <laughs> seems like she's really enjoying this role. So I'm here for a girl. I mean, as much as I would love Owl do what you're doing because you're making some right decisions clearly 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 she like girl i ain't gotta pick up that microphone and be dancing all over the stage because if you think about it she gets paid to be pretty you know i'm pretty sure there's work that she does but people make her up and she gets ready does these campaigns and she shows up and take pictures that i think that's a lot less work than being on stage Mm -hmm. dancing and twerking and stuff right going to all these performances it's a lot of work Right. So she probably like, forget that life, because in order to make money as an artist, you have to tour. So that's a lot of work. Exactly. And I think a lot of times with artists, after a while, you know, it gets to where you're going to want to retire. Um, and she has a lot of success just in her position that she has anyhow. But a lot of times artists need to come up with like a plan B or what's your, what are you going to do next? She started that so early on. So if this was her plan B or she really jumped into, you know, maybe this is something I'm really passionate about. So I'm going to go ahead to where, like you said, she doesn't even need to go back. Maybe the music was just kind of a way to get out there in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You never know. know. Yeah, that might have been her whole following mm-hmm. all along. Because sometimes people don't realize that, like, what got me here won't get me there. And sometimes yeah. certain things, sometimes you have to go through certain things to get to the next level. But that doesn't mean that's always going to be a part of your story. Right. That's just where you started. Yes. You know, yes. and now you're in a different, you know, part of the story. And sometimes it's hard for people to even accept that. Like, like even yes. me, it's like, it's been really hard for me to retire because people want to pull me back into this industry. You know, yes. like, Brandy, can you do makeup? Brandy, can you yes. do this? Can you do that? And I'll be like, um, sometimes the money sounds good. And, and you'd be like, okay, yeah. Right. But if I keep doing that, then I'm never going to fully retire. So I had to really just embrace the new chapter and be like, okay, I'm just, I'm retired now. I can refer you to another yeah. makeup artist, but I'm not teaching anymore. And I'm not, you know, offering services anymore. But right. it's been hard sometimes though, because sometimes you're like, oh, maybe I should do that job. <laughs> right like, you know what I might need to go ahead and grab the kit for this one right, right, right. <laughs> let me go dust that kit off right quick yes but <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really have much of a kit anymore because yeah. you know there's no need I gave away a lot of stuff I sold off some stuff that I didn't use because a lot yeah. of times I used to get stuff and never even open it you know oh, wow. yeah 
that or always buying stuff like I never even used that palette like that was just like they I caught it on sale for 35 and I picked right. up two face palette and you know stuff like yeah. that always happens so well, I pared it down a lot you know let me just gift it to somebody else and or sell it and my daughter be all in it too so I let her have a lot of the stuff yeah. and I sold some of the stuff and then I put stole some of the stuff from the kid that I hadn't used it I was like oh I'm gonna use this for myself (laughs) right so yeah but um what's like what do you feel about like the launches lately I feel like there's so many launches like it's hard to keep up with it's it's no longer just brands that are coming out with products it's people just regular people are your influencers your things like that which is great know that they have another way um, another stream of income but it's a lot as I'm kind of keeping my eye though on fashion fair oh yeah wait a minute yeah. fashion fair is back I saw you put it something is. about that and I didn't realize that yeah really? so apparently it was supposed to be September 1st they were releasing the lipsticks in Sephora and online and then wow. the rest of supposed was, was past that day supposed to come out on the 9th um, so the packaging looks different um it's to me very like really elegant she gets like gold packaging it has some white on it um they do have like staples still like staple colors they have their lips and stuff and it seems like they're aiming to be more like clean beauty um and targeted things that you might deal with as a person of color within your skin because I know like the primer has um some brightening uh, agents in like vitamin C to help with hyperpigmentation. Um, I think the powders, they have a loose and press one. They're supposed to help with like environmental factors, even like the blue light. So it's, you know, they're kind of making sure we're providing the shades and things everybody wants, but we're also taking care of your skin. So I'm kind of excited to see it in person, although it's just online right now. Yeah, I see. I'm looking online. The packaging is elegant. Mm-hmm. And I see you've definitely done your homework about yeah. it. I'm excited about this. I think this is awesome. I rem- I've never been in a fashion fair. It was a little bit before mm-hmm. my day, but I remember mm-hmm. the ladies and, you know, at church wearing that fashion yeah. fair makeup. But I got a question about that. Was it the ladies or was it the makeup? Because the color mm-hmm. wasn't right. So what was it? Which one was it? Ooh. Was it the church ladies or was it the makeup? It was probably. <laughs> he said the color wasn't right. No, I'm like, well, it might have been. The, the, I, but you know what? That's the hard one because it was in department stores. So when you shop somewhere like that, you should have somebody kind of assisting you. I just felt like I never thought fashion fear had the color right or because it it seemed to me and and this this could has nothing to do with fashion fear yeah yeah could be the consumer but you know sometimes you associate things with certain things and I remember there was a time where not many companies carry makeup for us like like the darker shades right Mm-hmm. So Fashion Fair was one of the few lines that carried our shades. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the women, you know, and we mostly see a lot of women in church wearing makeup right. and you see their neck and their face in different colors. <laughs> so I would, and they would be wearing that Fashion Fair. That was yeah. what I love. They would all go and go to the department store and get yeah. that Fashion Fair. <laughs> and so I used to wonder, like, is it is Fashion Fair or they just don't right. have your color? I've never, um, I, I have to go through now and see if what their range is for their products, because I'm curious. 
I mean, I would hope now, especially with all the brands that meet different shade ranges, that they've got that unlocked now. Right. Um, but I'm curious because even then, although it was created for Black and Brown women, I'm sure there was still a limit on how many different shades they had available. Um, right. So and then a lot of a lot of things was orange and yellow for us. Yeah. So they either, you know, wanted to put, you know, make us really orange or really yellow, not really understanding that, you know, we could be neutral too, we could be right. olive too, and all of those things. Yeah. And cool and all of that. So therefore, they all what it was is we were either we were warm all the time. So they always yeah. wanted to like make you more warm. Right. So that was the thing, you know. So everybody yeah. looked orange. Everybody looked too yeah. yellow, too orange, too something. Right. And, and I think um, going back, like you said, with color color theory, um, a lot mm-hmm. of people just assume it's it's gotta have that red or that orangeish undertone, and that is not the case. So I yeah. would think that they've taken care of it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing against it because I heard great things about the products, but I just never got into it. And like, by the time mm-hmm, I started hearing about it, it, you know, I think they had uh, discontinued the products at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. They came back. Uh, kind of brought it back to help with like a collection, but then they didn't have products, so it was pulled back. <laughs> So it was a lot of back and forth. So hopefully they're here for longevity. Looking at the beauty industry just as a whole, like what's going on with the, with the makeup and the fashion and things, like what would, what changes would you like to see in the industry right now? I think as far as changes, I, I kind of like the direction we're going with the artist, artistry that I'm seeing. And I feel like people are starting to be a little bit more transparent, um, celebrities um, campaigns are giving more credit to the artists who are doing the work and unless you follow those particular artists you're not seeing the ins and outs of things but I'd like to see more of like the uh, like prepping of the skin and things afterwards or talking about um, why certain products may not work for certain skin types because that's usually what you hear with your consumers there. You know, they don't really know what foundations may be best for them or how to select things like that. And so we're providing all these products for them to go purchase, but they don't really have the guidance. So I would like to kind of see a lot more of that, I guess, bring it out some of that education with it. But I feel like we're kind of headed in the right direction with the, you know, the transparency with some things because it's just not always like, okay, we see this, we edit this, and now they've got this fall of space. No, what did you do to kind of get their skin ready for all of that? Yeah, yeah. And that you even should. And what I mean by that, because I remember, you know, being an artist, I had, I learned like to have yeah. certain skin prep in the, because I learned that people, a lot of people don't take care of their skin. Mm-hmm. And some of the models, girl, they will, you don't know what they came from last night. Or they show up with makeup from the other day. I'm like, yeah, makeup from late. Yeah, all that stuff, right? So you don't even know. And so I really learned. That's when I really started to really pay attention to Mm -hmm. like the prepping of the skin. Like, how do I get the skin together before I can even put something on it? So it's really, really important. I've always been big on skincare, of course, as an esthetician. But I, I've, I've seen more and more skincare lines, and I think um, Mm -hmm. skincare is something that people are embracing more especially like you were saying earlier because we had to wear masks and people were getting mm-hmm. you know acne from masks and all that type of stuff so more people were looking into skincare honestly as a podcaster I feel like 
the skincare market is getting saturated. I I get a lot of inquiries for brand new skincare, new skincare. I'm like, is it anything else? <laughs> it, it, it's a lot. Everybody's coming out of line, kind of competing with one another, or they want to step it up. I know even like um, Dermalogica, you know, they've been around for a while, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they had to get to the point where the new person, I can't remember what year they came in, but they kind of like, nope, we're reformulating everything, getting rid of it because they realized all of these brands, every time you turn around, somebody's bringing out stuff and they had to keep up with everybody. But yeah, every time you turn around, so that can get a little confusing too. Even as an esthetician, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, well, I know these ingredients do these things. It's just so many products that are out there. And it's great that there are different price points as well, but it can be a bit much. Yeah, it can be. Like you say, even as an esthetician, because you're trying to like figure out, okay, mm-hmm. what that is why it's really hard for me to change up what I do because like far as my regimen like once I get something that works it's like yeah. okay let me just keep it yep <laughs> because just like with my hair going through that natural hair journey girl you know I was a product yeah. journey. I had everybody curl putty you know yeah <laughs> I still got all the stuff because it was like well I bought it so I don't want to just get rid of it <laughs> right but most of it didn't even work for me or for my right. hair it was all a mess you watching all these videos so that's just how it is. And you can do that with skincare too and with makeup yeah. too. That's why I'm starting to get to the point, like when I find something that I really, really love, I kind of stick to it. I'll switch up yeah. here and there if I need to add something different. Mm-hmm. But if it's work, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Right. And I'm the same way too. It's like, I like to buy different things to try them, but then I'm usually the one like, well, this is always work. So I'm going to kind of stick with it. And then I think that's important for consumers to know, too, because a lot of times you need to stick with it to see if it's really even giving you any type of results. <laughs> you do want a result in a week, you usually need to go through a whole uh, cycle with your skin. So <laughs> stick with it. And so there are benefits to doing that. That is true, too, because if you're constantly always trying different mm-hmm. things, then how do you know what's really working for you? Right. Right. No, you're like, oh, I tried that and then it didn't work. It worked. How long do you use it for? A week, girl. If you don't go back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. That's how it'd be sometimes. But I remember a girl working for a skincare brand in Sephora. And I used to hear some stuff that would make you cringe. Like, are, are you supposed to wash your face every day? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, it's how you want to ask me brush your teeth every day, <laughs> right? Like, what are you? What are I'm you? funny for you. So I remember when I got into Mary Kay, I was really good with like selling it. Mm-hmm. And so my goal, you know, at the time, I was trying to get my red jacket. I was selling the products, girl. Hey. I was at Mary Kay, okay. So I remember I had followed up with a lady who had bought the whole system or whatever, and I was asking her, like, you know, how has she seen results on her skin? She need to replenish. And she was just like, I don't know, Brandy. It's just like too many steps. Like, you know, I just feel like it's just too much to do every day. And so I really haven't been doing it. And I'm thinking like, well, do you take a shower every day? You should be washing your face every day. Like when you take, because yeah. usually I put my cleanser on and then I jump in the shower. And then I have right. a device that I use uh, uh, to, you, okay. know, you know, that I do my whole routine. And I usually do my face uh-huh. first and then everything else. So okay. to me, it just did, it didn't sound like an extra step. It's like you clean your face, you clean your body every day. Right. But <laughs> some people, 
it, people are different. People do different things. But I remember mm-hmm. one time, girl, we my husband was telling me about something where it was these people who it was some celebrities or something. Did you hear about it where they didn't take showers that yes. often? If you remember. So when you this has been coming back out recently. So when you were telling me this story about the lady with the Mary Kay stuff, I'm starting to think I can't remember who, but they're saying they don't shower every day or they only put water because even one person who's a dermatologist supposedly <laughs> she only puts water where there are folds mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't know guys like i don't i can't go with you just on water just the water you don't really need like a lot of soap just water if you need it some people just if they need it when they visibly see dirt like you we clearly don't understand dirt, you dirty okay you clearly do not understand <laughs> you're not dirty control. Dirty, like <laughs> now no. i'm just like what i'm thinking though is you stink then you, you stink at that point right yali oh you just cut out stink man that's it i'm not even thinking about seeing the visible dirt day one day two you stink you're my trying to go <laughs> girl that yeah I remember he was telling me I was like what kind of mess is that and it was a whole big mm-hmm. thing I think it was on TMZ or something they had yeah. celebrities talking about that they all take a you know shower regularly and it was all this stuff about it so I guess you know different strokes for different folks yeah. not judging but some people don't you know but, but you, should. You, should. you should you should you should yeah, you, you should y'all making all this money and not taking showers what's wrong with you <laughs> right you really should take a shower it'll make you feel better at the very least it really will <laughs> right right but yeah so some people you know just couldn't mm-hmm. grasp the concept of you know having a system and doing that on a regular and I remember that because she was just like it's just a lot of steps like I just don't know and she really needed it like her skin could benefit from cleaning it regularly and you know yeah all those things moisturizing it regularly but yeah you bring the horse to water it's up to them (laughs) right (laughs) right right yeah so yeah but this has been really fun holly um I really, you know, enjoy having you on and um, I, um, you know, hope that we can do more stuff like this because, you know, sometimes I'm I'm so business, but sometimes it's just cool just to, you know, kick, you know, kick the stuff and talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, what's going on. But um, yeah, but before we, you know, round it up, what's going on with you? Like, do you have anything, any photo shoots coming up? Like, what's what are you working on Um, right now? I'm in the process of working on a photo shoot that's probably going to be about a month out. So another concept, I had the opportunity to do my first shoot that was my own creative concept and doing the artistry and all of that for it. Um, So that kind of got me going. I've always kind of had like the visions for stuff, but I was like, let me just kind of go with my network of photographers and models and like, let's make this happen. So I really enjoyed it. So I'm working on my second one for that. Um, And then as far as um, that's kind of like my key thing right now. And then just really focusing on the educator side of thing as this lead instructor, because um, it's kind of transitioning, getting some new educators on board with us and everything, um, making sure they understand the vision of the school. And outside of that, just really kind of digging into this newfound thing, which I'm kind of really enjoying, um, which is the podcast. So um, my next one's going to be focusing talk on waxing. And so I was talking about the pros and the cons and the do's and the don'ts with waxing. Um, so I have a few more uh, other episodes coming up and we'll pretty much go through uh, close to the holidays as well. 
Cool. Awesome. I got to check it out. I want to hear about this waxing yes. thing. So um, I'll definitely leave your podcast information in the show notes, but I want to share what I have going on. Yes. So this, this year, really, I've been really majorly focused on the podcast and the coaching and all that. But mm-hmm. last year during the pandemic, I launched my own cosmetic line, which, oh, which awesome. is exquisite. Look. So let me get back up a little bit. Okay. So as a makeup artist, my brand was exquisite looks, right? So that was okay. my, as a makeup artist. So that was my website and everything as an artist. And I ta- also did private lessons and stuff like that. But now I'm retired. So I'm like, I'm switching yeah. podcasting, coaching, all of this. So I'm not doing the artist thing at all anymore. And um, I decided I, w- I was going to come out with a product. So I was like, I'm going to come out with a product, just like do like lashes or something. Because I did some research and everybody had like, uh, like lipstick sales were down. Like this was like in 2020. Mm-hmm. So lipstick sales were down because of the mask. And lashes was like a trend. Like lashes was like sales were up. Lashes and mascara. So I did some research. And I decided I was going to launch lashes. But then I ended up um, finding brow products that I like. So I also mm-hmm. added brows. So we, so in um, 2020, November 2020, I launched Exquisite List Cosmetics. And it's, uh, we sell brow and lash products, you know? So I have like brow pencils and powders and okay. lashes. And my, my, one of my popular sellers are the magnetic lashes. So I finally have like the Exquisite Looks Brandy magnetic lashes. It's going to be coming out um, for the fall season. And then we're having okay. a launch. So we're launching lipstick. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, so like the fall, thank you so for the fall winter. We're going to be launching lip colors. Thanks. So that's coming out. So I'm working on that. And that key, what I like about it is we're going to have to do a photo shoot for Exquisite Looks. And that's when I do makeup. Like I did makeup for the last photo shoot. And that's fun for me. Like I still love photo shoots and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I get to be creative and I get to play in my own products. And I don't mind doing that. I was like, you know, like Natasha Denona, how she still does her looks and stuff. I like that. Like she doesn't really have to anymore, but that's her thing. So she creates her own looks with her yeah. own makeup and sell it that way. I would like to do that and educate too. And that's just like my fun yeah. element when I want to. So I'm not just, you know, doing makeup, but for my stuff right now, I will eventually I will love this looks to grow. And we have like artists and a team that can do everything. But right now I'm having fun and I'm still doing the makeup for it. But I'm getting ready for that campaign to launch the lipsticks and we have a new lash coming out. And some awesome things for you know the holiday. So I'm right. super excited about that. Nice. That's really nice. So yeah, oh, just really nice. I've oh, been doing my research. The lashes stuff. Yep. That's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, let me know too, since you're doing your own project. You know, maybe exquisite list can sponsor lashes if you want to do okay. something. Together. I will. Absolutely. Yeah, let me know. Cause um, yeah, I'm super excited. I, I want to get you some. I'm almost sold out like of oh, everything wow. exquisite looks. So I ordered we I've ordered everything yeah. for Black Friday and all for my holiday order. So I'm waiting uh for everything to come yeah. in. So as soon as everything come in and that's when we'll be, you know, rebranding and all that, putting out the new holidays collection. So I'm excited. Okay. That's really encouraging to hear because I've considered kind of looking onto that side of things. But I'm just okay. We gotta like, talk about <laughs> <laughs> We gotta talk. That's we gotta awesome. talk. Let me know. Let me know. We gotta yes. talk online for sure. For sure. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, guys, you got to let us know how, you know, what do you think? Like what's happens, you know, uh, 
we should cover. I'm just giving some feedback for this. Um, I really like this. Uh, Holly. Yeah, me too. I, you know, we could talk all day about the Yes, I enjoyed this. Right so uh, definitely, you know, give us some feedback. Let me let me know what you guys think of the Midweek Beauty News episode where we're just chatting. This is just a fun, nothing too formal, just talking about makeup, trends, a little gossip, what's going on in the industry. I do want to keep something like this coming out at least twice a month. So that's what we're going to shoot for. But let us know what you think. Um, I I really enjoyed the first episode, Holly. I appreciate you being on. That's all we have for you today, guys. Make sure you connect with Holly. I'll have all her information in the show notes. As always, stay great and we're out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.